0: Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Car Doctor radio program and podcast. Always great guests, and we have one coming up right now, so stay tuned. Well, when it comes to your car, sometimes it, it it's inevitable. You're going to get a ding, a scratch, a nick on the paint, and there's all kinds of things you can try to do to try to take care of that. But it's been my experience a lot of times. You never really get the perfect color match and you you think you do you look at the number you get the little you know nail polish container full of paint you try to put it on there and it doesn't always match but there is a company called automotive touch-up and with us is the general manager paul fernandez and uh you guys have factory paint and everything from the little small bottles to gallons of paint if you want to you want to use it right paul
1: yeah absolutely uh our product line goes all the way from uh, half-ounce bottles and paint pens, two-ounce bottles, uh, aerosol cans, pints, quarts, gallons, and primers and clears and all the same sizes and basically everything you need.
0: And what's what's interesting, back, uh, oh, it was probably three or four years ago now, I had, a, I had a car. It was a white car, and the paint was peeling off the roof like a lot of white cars do, and it was right above the windshield. So... I looked at it and white being a funny color, it was, a, it was, you needed a primer coat, a base coat, a top coat, and then clear to go over it. So it was kind of four cans to get the paint to do what it was supposed to do. Um, I knew I was getting rid of the car. I didn't prep it quite as, much, quite as well as I should have. But still, once I was finished, it, it actually came out pretty good. Um, I was pretty happy with it, and I actually did it because I was selling the car, and the woman who bought the car, I said, you know, I'll take care of that before you get it, and she was happy enough with it when I was done. Since then, I have an older Volkswagen that we keep around, and um, it had uh, it had some rust in the rockers um, on one side. And I talked to a local vocational school and was over there about something else, and they I said, can you take a look at this? And they said, well, to do it right, you got to take the fenders off. I said, well, how about if we just do the places we can see? And uh, they said, well, you know, you're going to have to get paint. And I said, well, I've ordered a can of touch up paint, spray, spray can of touch up paint from you folks. And uh, in the factory color, and I have the primer and the clear from before. And I said to them, can you guys just try to do the best you can? Because I know, you know, s- school, you have time constraints and everything. So I got the car back. It was a perfect color match. They used everything that I gave them. And I said, who, who, who did the work? And they said, oh, let me bring over the students. Uh, two 16 uh, year old girls that could paint circles around me. And uh, <laughs> they, it, came out, it came out really well. But most importantly, it came out really well because they did the preparation. But they also used all the right products, which was all your products.
1: Well, that's that's good. And it, no, I wouldn't even uh, put it past sixteen-year-old. Uh, as long as they can follow directions and they handle uh, surface preparation the way it should be handled before you take on a job like that, sixteen-year-old uh, could definitely manage it. No problem.
0: Yeah, and they did, and they did a good job. But the idea that um, they actually they actually said something about, oh, you know, we don't usually use spray cans. We usually use this and that. And I said, well, this is what I have. And and the the shop teacher said, you know, these these two young women will do a good job. And they did they did an amazingly good job. But it, but a lot of it comes down to the products that that I I got from you guys. And I think you know, I think it was I don't know twenty one dollars with shipping for a can of funny funny yellow color spray paint.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean. That's look. We try to offer high quality products at a low cost, and if we can, we're basically offering them at a lower cost than any of our competitors. So, I mean, that's a big goal of ours. Another goal is just offer people a cost effective alternative to a body shop. If you can stay out of a body shop, good for you. It's gonna save you money. Um, and the third thing we try to offer people is just a, just you know offer everything a person needs to handle their own repair because they're not going to, you know, find everything on every site and things like that. So we just try to make sure we cover every uh, possible outcome, every possible need that a person might have And that,
0: you know, I was on your website the other day and I'm looking and you have, you have the, you know, masking plastic with the built-in tape on it, which makes masking a little bit easier. You have mm-hmm. the clip on spray can handles, which, Makes it a whole lot easier than pressing a button on the spray can so it tends to give you a little bit more control which is kind of nice um, like you and and you know everything you need like you said it's kind of a one-stop shop if you want to try to attempt a little bit of uh, body work to cover up some cover up some issues or take care of some damage uh, you guys do have that one-stop shop to be able to do that
1: I always try and recommend the uh, the snap-on uh, spray uh, spray triggers for the aerosol cans because people have a really bad tendency to just let their finger go over the lip of a uh, of a nozzle just a little too far, and next thing they, you know, they're they're spraying on their finger too, and they're getting drips and droplets and things like that. So those kind of eliminate any uh possible you know bad results from stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I think I left the kids at the Votex school that. Yeah. trigger yeah so um but also hmm. uh, they're reused,
1: they're reusable so oh yeah maybe yeah. It, maybe they'll use yeah. it again
0: yeah and also uh, somebody else i know has a um, a custom painted car and i believe they painted it uh, it was sort of uh i think it was a, a viper green color and they you know something happened It got dinged somewhere and they're like yeah now i have to deal with that and i said if it's a factory color you know call call up automotive touch-up and see if you can get the, the factory if you have the original paint code that 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 viper green was you should be able to get it and sure enough he did that he picked up he picked up a can of spray paint kind of sanded the affected area primed it filled it and painted it and you would never know
1: uh, yeah any any Oem code basically over the last uh I'd say 70 years like yeah i know yeah only only 70 (laughs) yeah it might go back well i mean we'll have stuff from the 1940s as well but i mean you know it's going to be three or four basic colors yeah there just wasn't as much available once you know you get into the 50s it starts starts getting a little more uh diverse but yeah i don't uh anytime they have the oem code there shouldn't be any issues i mean there's more issues in the industry right now just because of supply chain stuff and all that but there's always ways around that there's different formulas different paint lines any reputable uh paint source will have more than one paint line in their building anyway so they'll have an alternative
0: well i was going to bring up supply chain issues has that affected you with things like spray cans and containers and packaging materials and things like um
1: yeah it did uh it did last year early in the year it started to calm down a little i know last year they had a uh they had a lot of steel shortages and uh, tin plate shortages that caused a lot of aerosol manufacturers, a lot of issues, but um, it never really hurt us really bad. The only thing that hurt our business, because we're based in New Orleans, is uh, Hurricane Ida knocked us out for several weeks, so we were basically just playing catch-up for, I mean, usually in the winter, paint business, it's it starts to slow down a little. For us, it didn't slow down. We were just, we were at it for, all the way through like February.
0: And, you know, I, I look at the name of your company, Automotive Touch-Up, but the idea that you sell paint and gallons, I think a lot of people, I was talking to the owner of um, the Cobra kit company, Factory 5 Racing, and he's had his busiest year since COVID. Uh, with COVID starting up, he said, I can't make Cobra kit cars bodies fast enough. I can't make the 33 uh Ford's fast enough. He said, we've had the biggest year we've ever had in the last couple of years. And, you know, people, I think a lot of times think about, well, I'm going to go to the local paint supply place to get paint, but they could come to you as well and get a gallon of whatever paint they want to use for
1: their vehicle. I would say for us too, uh, 2020 and 2021 were really strong years for us compared to 2019 and 2018. Um, I think people just had a lot more time. Certain parts of the country were shutting down. It was, uh, you know, people need something to do. Well, order some paint and get out in the driveway and work on your car if it's a nice day. So we had a lot of that going on.
0: Yeah. I I think, I think with a lot of that and people, whether they're, you know, adding detail to their cars, you know, they're pulling a a fender off a motorcycle because they want to paint it a different color than the tank and the Absolutely. side covers. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And the idea that they can come to you rather than go maybe to the to a paint supply store. And the idea that you know, like you said, you have paint codes that go back, you know, seventy years. You know, maybe there's a color in in the 50s that you really like that maybe at your local paint supply store they're not going to have, but you can you can come up with a 57 Chevy
1: turquoise or something. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, we were doing one. Hey, it's, uh, sometimes those are more difficult uh, just because of what they used then, a lot of lead-based paints, a lot of things like that. So OEM codes for probably, I'd say, uh 1950s when they really started getting more diverse in colors, those are a little harder to match. But I think uh, every five years, the industry as a whole just gets better and better at those. And, you
0: know, there was a time when you know, paint was enamel, then it was lacquer, then it was water, water water-based paints. Um, Mm -hmm. Is it hard for you guys to try to match what maybe was on there? You know, it was sort of like what you were just saying in the, maybe it's the fifties or the sixties where it might've been an enamel paint versus a lacquer paint versus who, you know, who knows what somewhere in between some of these waterborne paints. Um, Is it a little harder for you kind of chemistry wise to figure that out?
1: Well, primarily, we do a uh, urethane acrylic hybrid. That's basically uh, stuff we do, you know, proprietary in house, so that it'll work well with the urethane. It'll work well with acrylic. Basically, we want the paint to be able to handle urethane clear, acrylic clear, work well with urethane primer, work well with acrylic primer. So that's why it's a hybrid. It's it's can work well either way. There's no worries about it. But as far as uh, the further back you go, enamels and things like that, you know, it's it comes down to basically like customers need to let us know like what they're doing. If it's an older car, we'll often ask, is this a single stage or and if they need a single stage, we always ask if you call you should probably call it in if it's a really older model. And you really want a single stage? You want us to do it that way? You want an enamel? You just want one, you know, one step process? We can do that for you, but call us. Let us know in advance. Well, then, you know, you
0: you you mentioned that your product is a proprietary product. You know that that you use, you develop, and it's the idea that it's it's your product kind of makes it kind of makes it um, a little bit more interesting than just the idea that it's just another paint off a shelf it's it's a it's a paint that you you folks have developed that makes the whether it's a whether it's a home you know whether it's somebody working around their garage at home trying to touch something up or a professional body shop it's gonna it's gonna make their jobs a little bit easier and potentially more professional looking when you're done right
1: Yeah, it's it's a little different. I mean, obviously, we used uh, major paint lines as our main main source. But um, everything that goes into it after the color actually gets mixed is where it becomes a hybrid for us and works with multiple products, over-the-counter products, basically anything but Rust-Oleum. We've had issues in the past with their products, but I'm not sure how much I like their products anyway. That's a whole different thing. but yeah, we uh we kind of work with everything and it goes pretty well. Does surfaces make a difference if
0: it's uh someone trying to touch up paint on a uh you know, fiberglass dune buggy or a Corvette or something like that? Is mm-hmm. is that a difference or is or is sort of paint paint? It's it a good
1: to- question. I say paint is just paint as long as what you do like, you know, was the preparation what you put on it. So like people ask all the time, okay, well, I'm going to paint my bumper, which is plastic. I'm going to paint my hood, which is, you know, it's metal. I'm going to paint this other part and it's going to be a fiberglass fin that I put on the back of my car. So what, what do I need to do? Well, just buy enough paint to cover all of that area. You don't really need to do much else paint wise, but I always tell people if you're working with plastic, uh, use some kind of a plastic uh, adhesion promoter. Before you use primer, if you're working with bare metal, make sure you get epoxy primer or you know something that's going to be the best possible option as opposed to like an acrylic. Use a urethane, use an epoxy if you're starting from scratch. And uh, But as far as the base coat goes or clear coat, that shouldn't make any difference.
0: And the idea that when you're interested in buying paint, uh, and you're a little bit confused. You can pick up the phone and talk to people who know what they're talking about, right?
1: Absolutely, yeah. People can call us anytime. Uh, our customer service is uh, there for people whenever they need them. Um, they can go to our website um, at the top of the page, they can go ahead and submit a uh, ticket. Basically, uh, they'll have a drop down box when they submit it. it We'll, you know if they have a color match issue if it's a sales question if they just don't know what to buy they can put it in general we'll have those answered usually within like 24 to 48 hours they'll know what they need and if that's not good enough they can always call us we still get a lot of phone calls every day uh they can call us at 888-710-5192 we'll always have people uh staffed except on the weekends of course um usually on saturdays for a little while but other than that, not much, but we'll uh, we'll walk you through it. And if descriptions aren't good enough for us to tell you what you probably need for your job, um, we'll go ahead and let you email us pictures of the project. We'll do whatever we can to lead you in the right direction. Is,
0: are most of your customers DIYers or are some of your yeah. customers
1: professionals? Primarily DIY. Uh, we do get some professionals mainly because, you know, they look at the price and, they're thinking, okay, well, that's, that's a good price. You know, it's a good price to do certain things a certain way. Um, if someone doesn't own like their own body shop, but they do paint cars for a living. So, you know, maybe they don't have their own paint line. They just need a source for paint. Well, yeah, those professionals will come to us, but I mean, if they have their own shop, they're going to have their own in-house paint line normally. So not too much of those. Um, but yeah, DIY primarily, I mean, that's kind of how we're modeled straight from the get-go is us straight to the consumer.
0: But you're right. If it's somebody who has a small shop that maybe they do a little bit of almost kind of, you know, hobby, you know, hobby plus repairs to maybe some of their customers' cars that maybe someone knocked a side mirror off and they, they bought a side mirror and, and uh, you know, it came in, it came in primer gray. And rather than send the mirror out to the body shop to have it painted, they can buy a small quantity of paint from you, paint it, paint it, clear it, and put it back on the car. And it saves a step of that part or the car having to go to a body shop. So
1: uh, helpful, for, helpful for the professional shop too. Yeah. And uh, actually we get a lot of uh, total refinishing like uh, customers too, who want to buy three or four gallons of paint three or four gallons of clear. And I mean, large orders where they just want to start from scratch where paint match doesn't even matter anymore you know like if you're doing a whole repaint there's never any question you don't have to say will this match well yeah it's going to match because everything we send you is going to be the same
0: yeah really good point point. and you know like when i when we first started here preparation is the key and it doesn't make any difference yeah. if you're you're painting a door on your house or a door on your car it's all about preparation and the difference between uh me painting the roof of a of a white car and it came out okay versus um, two talented 16 year old young women who had the, had the time and the ability to prep prep the vehicle and then put the product on and it came out really good. Again, it's all part of that. It's all part of that preparation to do it, do it right. And the idea of having, and this was on a 12 year old car, the idea that the stuff that came out of the can Perfectly matched what was on the car. Um, I don't know. I don't know how you account for fade,
1: but it it works out really well. It's hard to account for fade. That's the biggest issue with a color match in any business like ours. So 95% of the stuff that's going to go out, it's going to be perfectly all right. Um, 95% of our sales are probably cars just within release. You know that people purchase within the last like uh, five to ten years. People who, I mean, the newer the car, the more they care about the finish. That's just a general rule of thumbs. An older car, maybe you don't care about that scratch, you know, doesn't matter as much. So, uh, yeah, fade. And it's really about like, you know, silver metallics, any gold metallics. I mean, you don't get a lot of fade on a white. You don't get too much fade on a black. You you don't get too much fade on basic colors, but certain things just are uh, a headache. So, but we're always here color match guarantee. uh, You know, if they need help, they can reach out to us as soon as they get it. If they realize it's not uh, like quite up to the standard they were expecting, they can let us know and we'll work with them as best we can. And I don't know the answer to this. So I'm going to ask a question. Do you also have wheel paint? Um, We don't have specific wheel paint, but uh, a customer can always go ahead, call his uh, manufacturer, get the code. And if he doesn't, want to use the actual code that the manufacturer had for wheels, which most people who want to paint their wheels don't obviously mm-hmm. like they might want to paint it a different code, whatever code they choose. I mean, we're going to send it to them and they can go ahead and paint their wheels. But, uh, yeah, we have a lot of success with uh, wheel paint, brake calipers, anything people want to do, you know, odd uses, any odd use something that's uh, you know, a little off of normal things and things like that, like, uh, I mean, we have a a lot of like people trying to do incognito fixes because they scratched uh, the neighbor's, uh, you know, car in the driveway Mm. or their their kid did with his bicycle, you know, and they're going to try to sneak out there and do that. Lease uh, returns. Lease returns are a big thing. Like we get at least a handful of orders a week where people call in because they want to do whatever they can to get it as quick as they can and get as much instruction as possible so that when they return at least it looks as good as it can possibly look bring
0: it back in a rainstorm nobody notices right
1: yeah well that helps for sure <laughs> but uh and also like uh people order our paint for uh bikes bicycles um guitars we get a lot of requests for uh guitar paint we actually have some gibson and uh fender coats. So some of the original colors for, uh, you know, Stratocasters and Telecasters and all the uh, everything. And uh, I mean, obviously they they won't use an acrylic on it; they'll use a nitrocellulose lacquer. But yeah, it's a it's a whole different thing. But um, yeah, we get a lot of uh, get a lot of odd ones like that. Have you ever tried to talk anybody out of something like
0: they wanted to paint their car, you know, pink and purple or anything, or is it the customers
1: always right? we've all yeah we've tried to talk people out of something if we think it's an obvious bad idea uh we tried to talk a guy uh years ago out of uh repainting his entire 85 volvo with spray cans we said that uh, we didn't think it was a good idea yeah and uh so he placed he you know he was he was an older gentleman he didn't want to hear what we had to say necessarily he ordered 25 cans uh sprayed a big portion of his vehicle he ordered 25 more cans when it was all said and done he ordered about 100 cans because anytime he didn't like how it was going he would sand that part off and just do it again the end result uh it it looked nice it looked way better than it did he was really happy with it and he took a lot of pride in the fact that he uh he refinished his entire car with spray cans it was uh it's more than i would have done but yeah me too, like i, I said yeah. yeah like i said we told him it's not the best idea yeah. but he did it and uh actually he sent us a picture of uh, a few years ago and an email just showing that it uh it had held up really well and it still looked good so oh, that's good so people
0: want more information about the product uh give out the website and the telephone number for us
1: yeah automotive um yeah c- c- check out the website uh go through all the uh the menus on the top, they're really helpful with uh, finding your color code, especially. Like if you don't know where to find your color code, first go to our color code uh, section on the top. It'll, you know, you can click your uh, your make and your model and all that. And it'll tell you exactly where the tag is located on your vehicle. So you can actually find the OEM code often on those pages on almost every single one of them for every major, manu- major manufacturer. We'll have actual pictures of the tag, And uh, we'll have it circled where the code should be on it. And uh, the number again, 888-710-5192. Or you can uh, just submit a ticket on our website uh, through our email contact us function and you'll get an answer pretty quickly. A lot of people like to uh, contact that way. So either way is fine, but uh, yeah, we're uh, always available to help. And you brought up a good point
0: about the paint code. I know when I looked up the one for the Volkswagen, it was actually, I think it was in the trunk next to the spare tire or some obscure place. I was like, I would have never thought to yeah. find it there.
1: Yeah. yeah sometimes it's, cool. it's, it's, it's in all kinds of places. Uh, some of them are, some of them make no sense, but uh, where they put the codes. Um, but in general, it's, it's either uh, in the trunk lid. It's, it's in the door jam. It's sometimes it's in the glove box. It sometimes it's in the firewall right in front of the driver. Those are the strangest ones, you know, like mm. not all manufacturers did that and they didn't do it for a long time because they realized it's incredibly awkward to like get down there and look at it. You know, it's, it's, it's not the best way, but yeah, they're all over. And, uh, but we like to point people in the right direction because they're more likely to buy paint. There you go. Well, Paul, I want to thank you for
0: taking a little time out of your day and joining us on the Car Doctor program.
1: Absolutely. Thank you, John Paul.
0: Thanks for listening to another episode of the Car Doctor Radio podcast. And remember, you can always listen live every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on North Shore 1049. Until next time, wear your seatbelt, drive safely, be good to your car. And if you see an emergency vehicle by the side of the road, slow down or move over. It saves lives.